street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Guys, want to give it a go? Hi. How are you? I'm great. How, how long have you been doing this? I've, I'm not actually, I'm visiting from, from Texas. Cool. Uh, and my friend's here. I've been doing this for three years, though, but not at this location. I'm totally going to come back one day if I can do this. Seems great. Can, can I ask you to think about a belief that you really think is true and kind of mull it over as you're doing your hike? And Absolutely. Then, and then come back down yes. and we'll like, unpack it? Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. Beautiful. Beautiful. What's your name? Andrew. Anthony. Nice to meet you, man. Very nice to meet you, too. All right. I'll be back. Okay. Bye. That was Andrew. Oh my god, he totally looks like Reed. Approximately one hour later. Well, if you if you post it, I'll uh, I'll comment. Okay. I'll look it up and comment. Yeah, for sure. Or at least me. follow my channel. Oh yeah, I'll follow uh, you too. That'd be great, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll follow your channel too. I like your setup. It's my friend's, I'm borrowing it. <laughs> That's fine. I didn't That's bring all good. this equipment with me. This is his. Cool. Thanks, Anthony. Yes, sir. Thank you, Parker. Okay, Kendall. Thank you. And help yourself to some water if you want. I did. Thank you. Okay, cool. You're welcome. Hey. Hey, what's up? You are back. What's going on? Well, you know. Same old, same old? Same old, same old. Did you have a chance to pick a belief? Absolutely. Okay. What was your name again? Andrew. Andrew. It's Anthony, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Did you pick the belief, and then you sort of went on your your hike, and then it's the same one? Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I there's a couple to pick from. Yeah. Um, so I, I picked my favorite one to talk about, I think. Okay. Yeah. I'm dying to know. Okay, can I just start whenever? Sure. Okay. Um, the belief I wanted to talk about is the belief that reality is an illusion. It's only what people perceive it to be. So everyone's reality is different. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's reality is different. Yeah. We're not sharing the same reality right now? But I mean, potentially we are, potentially we aren't. Um, How sure are you that everyone's reality is different? Well, 100%, because it's all a matter of perception. I mean, no one can really say what the world around us objectively looks like, because it's all filtered through our own brains. There's no Are there to, four people walking by right now? To me, there are. To you, there are. But I mean, it's more, I mean, it's a way of thinking. like. I think some people do have things where they see stuff differently, and that's often categorized as like mental illness. But um, there's do you, also. Do you happen to see things or experience things that are largely different from the people around you? No, I don't have that. Um, I mean, I get a lot of deja vu, but that's a whole different thing. I think mainly the way that this comes out for people is just uh, the way we see the world in like a larger sense, our philosophies on life. Mm. Um, you know, whether people are good or bad, or if you believe in like predestination, all those, you know, free will or not free will, those kinds of things. What's the limitation that, what are you willing to put up with in terms of your philosophy that everyone's reality is different? I really like your glasses that you have there. <laughs> and if I perceive them to be mine, would you be fine with me taking them? No, definitely not. I think, um, 
that kind of st- I I don't I feel like I need to explain it sure better um, sure I think that kind of thing is more rare I would I would put in terms of like physical things like for example I I know this is blue you what, what color do you think this is uh, humans in America you know generally would call that blue right right but I see it as a certain color you might see it as a different color, but we both like think that's blue. There's no way to know. I can't. Mm. If we were to do a spectral analysis on the color right. on that, would we get the same value? Probably. Okay. <laughs> I think yes, but um, your mind might interpret it differently. Mm. Mm. There's okay. no way for me to know because I'm not in your head. Okay. Um, but I think it, it boils, it's, it's less about physical stuff and more just about the way people look at things to me are we talking about opinions or facts i think it's like mainly opinions but sometimes it can be facts i mean most people see the world the same way but like i said when people with mental illness they see things like their their perception of the world is like to them visibly different um but i think in terms of like how how you can go about achieving things in life it's all it's all a matter of perception and you can essentially do anything you want if you believe in it that's all perceived that way okay i mean like if if that guy had a heart attack and i know nothing about heart surgery yeah would i be able to just convince myself that i can perform surgery on him right now with this pen you could you're welcome to try if i I make if i make it my reality would it be true yeah, absolutely. If you perceive it that way, that you operated on this person, so if I survived, start, but but I mean, like, I may not see it that way. You might see me actually murdering him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it comes down to. But like, neither you can't prove either way is what actually happened because it's all through the filter of our mind. You would be fine with me taking that guy out with my pen if I really thought that I was doing heart surgery on him. I wouldn't be fine. No, I wouldn't be okay with it. But to you, that's what's happening. Would I be justified in holding that belief? I mean, I don't think that's, that's, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't think necessarily justified, but if that's what your brain's telling you, you know, like, you're not really going to do those things unless you really believe that's what's happening. So the, you know, most people in the rest of the world will see that you're murdering someone and you'll go to jail. But I can't shake you from your your reality of it. I can't change that. So to that end, it's like we we don't really know what exists without our filter. So the entire world to me is um, potentially potentially alterable just based on your own mindset. But I think it takes us. I mean, the examples you're talking about, I think, are particularly. Um, extreme <laughs> i am using extreme examples yeah. to try to help to, to break it down yes right exactly yeah exactly you mentioned a filter um let's talk about your filter okay sure how do you know that your filter is working properly well i don't it's just mine i just have to i have to go with that i think like that's a big that's that's the big takeaway for me is like because i'm perceiving the world a certain way i just I have to run with that and just try to be the best person I can be through within that circumstance. I mean, I think like ultimately, ultimately it's a good thing 
that everyone has their own version of things. That's what makes people unique, but it's about getting people to work together. That's hard because <laughs> everyone sees something different. Mm -hmm. And I think um, we try to put things in really objective terms, but like the world isn't really an objective place mm -hmm. because of every everything we have to deal with. So um, for me, it just means trying to be the happiest person I can be and following what makes me happy and what I think is right. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, that was really good. Okay. I appreciate that, Andrew. That was great. Uh, to having discussions about reality is probably one of the, t the toughest topics yeah, that I found yeah. because, you know, if somebody thinks reality, you know, is what they make it in their head, then I, it's very difficult. It's a very difficult topic, I think, to unpack. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, maybe you are right. Maybe, maybe I am just a figment of your imagination. Right. There's you know? no way for me to know because I can't <laughs> exactly. be outside. So exactly. that's what I was getting at. I mean, but it seems like it, really it seems well. like there are limitations to how far you'd go. Like, right, I like think. if I started going over to somebody with this pen, right, um, you would probably, you'd say, I don't give a shit what Anthony's view of reality is. Yeah. I would assume that you would probably stop me. Yeah, that would be the practicality of it. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, you're, you can't, you can't just like turn that on and off, you know, it's like whatever mind you have, I think is what's interesting about mm -hmm. it. Um, the bigger thing I like to think about is like, well, does the world even really exist without us? And in a sense, it doesn't, because if humans aren't here, we can't see it, and it's just not. Well, we know, know of other like, worlds. Like, we, we know that there's uh, Jupiter. Right. But there are no humans there. Yeah. So does 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 Jupiter cease to exist because there's nobody there? I, I guess it's it's not like, um, I mean, potentially not. We'd like, we don't really know. Like, if we're just perceiving, like, life mm -hmm. on Earth, like, if none of us are here, who you can't, you know, it's like the whole, if a tree falls down and no one's around to yes, hear it, it doesn't make yes. a sound thing. Is, yeah, if there were no humans, would slavery still be wrong? Right? <laughs> well, Some deep stuff. Boom. Well. All right, man. Well, that was really cool. cool. I got to get going. Okay. Andrew, Great. that was, thank you so much. Did I sure. give you one of my cards yet? No. Okay. Am and I going to see, uh, this, see this somewhere, or what, what do you do with uh, these interviews? Usually we turn them into either a podcast or, or oh. we upload them then to YouTube with your permission. Cool. Uh, and they're they're fun. They're interesting. Okay. Yeah, people usually enjoy watching them and and listen. You know, we end up actually learning about the talks that we've had based on feedback from other people. Like they're yeah. usually like, Anthony, you you completely missed asking this great question. Oh wow. So the next time that I have a talk with somebody, you know, yeah. I can get a little better at it. Cool. Great. So, yeah. Well, I, I think this is an awesome project. Good luck with it. Have you seen my friend's booth? He he's he's. He has this out here all the time. No. I'm actually just visiting, using his no. equipment. I haven't. I mean, I I feel like I come in here fairly often, mm. but I've never seen this before. Well, if you see cool. it see it set up again, just come on out. <laughs> just keep talking. Yeah, okay. keep talking with them. Great. Okay. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Good afternoon. All right. Take care. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Good. I'm Anthony. Tom. Tom, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Boghossian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.